Thank you for downloading Taxpayer Beware. This podcast was created by the California Tax Education Council, a nonprofit organization required by the state of California to protect you against fraud and help you find a legally qualified tax professional. Now here's your host, Brandon Chanley. Hi, I'm Brandon Chanley, Chair of California Tech's Education Council, or CTEC for short. Welcome to Season 2 of our Taxpayer Beware podcast. In this episode, we're here to talk about the tax preparer's legal responsibilities to you with a very popular topic, refunds. There's a lot of misunderstanding about refunds, especially with what tax pros can and cannot do. Like, is it okay for them to take a percentage of it as a payment? And then there's a controversial issue of refund loans. So here to set the record straight is a tax pro, Marissa Beeman. So I think we, you know, we often put a lot of lot on tax pros, you know, when it comes to refunds. Um, you know, they'll, they'll definitely congratulate you when they're getting a big refund, but they can tend to get a little upset if uh, if we owe. We may yep. think, hey, what, what did you do wrong? <laughs> um, exactly. All a good, yeah. But I, I think the misunderstanding, and I think things that you know the clients need to understand is a good tax pro can only do what's within current tax law. You know, they you can't go outside of what tax law says. You know, there's there's things you can do and there's ways you can help them maximize everything. But I, I think sometimes tax pros get a a bad rap for, oh, my my refund changed. It must be something you did. Uh, so maybe if you could kind of talk about that and, and, and give us some more information about maybe instances that you've had or situations you've been in where that's been the case. Absolutely. We've had a lot of uh, instances where they think if they don't get the refund they want, it was our fault. Maybe they didn't withhold enough. Uh, maybe there was a, a, a change in the tax uh, law that did it, that made them withhold a little bit less or a little bit more, and it will make a difference in the tax return. What are some things that our, our listeners should should really be on the lookout for when they're looking at a tax pro and, and in the, the, the process of getting their return done? Well, you should look at their credentials, any complaints against the preparer, uh, maybe look at their Google, uh, if they say, you know, what they say about them. Uh, it, the, big, the big problem right now is, uh, you know, preparers trying to uh, understate or overstate income to be able to get a percentage of it. Uh, they're claiming false education credits or they want, uh, they want to get more of the in, in, uh, earn income tax credit. Also, uh, you may be filing misleading rebates or falsifying income like a W-2 or a 1099 miscellaneous or a 1099 neck just to receive a bigger, in, a bigger refund, basically. Um, they're, you they're mentioned, all- sorry, real quick, Marissa, you, you mentioned there something about uh, not charging a percentage. Can you, can you explain that? Uh, the not charging a percentage, basically, if somebody, if somebody that says that they're going to prepare your taxes and they see how much your refund is, they may be gullible to say, well, I can get it to you, but I need to get a percentage of this. So it's going to go first to my personal account, then I will collect, and then I will send it to you. 
Wow, uh, that'd be a big red flag there for sure. Exactly. But as far, I mean, as far as fees that you you know you need to pay to have your tax return done, there's never a scenario you should go into where they say, okay, well, your refund is this amount, so we exactly. charge based on a percentage, right? That that should never even come in the conversation, correct? Exactly. I've gone to the. I belong to the uh, CSTC, which is the uh, uh, California Society of Tax Consultants. And I'm the, me and one of my coworkers are the only one that work for H&R Block. And uh, I applaud them uh, because they wanted to ask for our list of prices. We have a list of prices. They were trying to hint that maybe we were not uh, giving them the accurate prices. I'm like, oh no, we have a, the price listed of how much is gonna be each thing and no surprises. And they, they came to the point where, can we have a list? And I'm like, oh, you can have a list. Just go to the website and print it. So it, it, it so so with that being said, I mean, I think you know, for our listeners, and, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I mean, anybody that's going to a, a professional or who they think's a professional to have the return done, it is never out of the realm for them to ask the question up front of how much it's going to cost, or at least an estimate of how much the return is going to cost from the beginning. Correct. Correct. We have a, an estimate tool that will give us everything. Uh, we missed maybe uh, 1099 interest that was over a certain amount, but uh, we can tell them then and there what the price is going to be. If they right. come with something else, then we tell them it's a guesstimate, but it, it's it's 98% accurate. Yeah. Pricing pricing's tough, you know, if to... To give somebody, you know, I, I think you know that would be kind of my tip to listeners as well too. You know, if you're if you're calling a tax pro to ask them how much it costs, I mean, they, you know, they can they can give you an idea over the phone of what that amount's going to be, um, but they need to see all of your tax documents because there may be a document that the the client's holding that they don't realize triggers another form or puts them in a different type of return. Um, but I think kind of the the bottom line that you know. I, I, was kind of wanting our listeners to be leery of it's you know the conversation should never come up of well it depends on how much your refund is you know yes. before we'll give you a price that, exactly. that should never ever be something you hear um you're told and if you are told that or you do hear that know that you you need to run away <laughs> you, exactly. you need to find somebody else as quick as possible exactly that's that's the main thing um <clears throat> um what was i gonna say um, basically we do. The good thing is that we, they come into our office, we give them a price. I don't know how the other offices are working with this. Like I said, I began, I belong to the society. And when I heard that they didn't, they didn't know how to price things. I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if I would feel, um, comfortable going to a place where they would not tell me, uh, the price up front or, what my expectation is going to be or what am I expecting from this tax return? Yeah. Or at least an idea. I mean, we should all be, you know, they should all be able to give you at least an idea or a price point of, of kind of what they're looking at based on, you know, cause your return could change from year to year. You know, we, we exactly. see that happen all the time too. And, you know, somebody may no longer just be a, you know, a 1040 um, with one W2. Now they own a home. Well, that's, that's a different style of tax return and a different thing that the, the tax pro can help you out, obviously to maximize your, your deductions and, um, you know, get you, get you as much back as possible for sure. Uh, it, it is totally accurate. We try to do an interview with them. And then at the end, 
we make sure that we find out what's going to happen, any big changes for the following year that they know because they're coming to do their taxes on the actual year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have an idea of what they're doing. We're doing their return from the previous year. So we try to map and make sure that they withhold enough because everybody, I don't know what these uh, psychology of the returns are, but they, they expect taxes are like their savings. They, they want to get something on their right. tax return. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely. There's, it's, it's a scary time for some folks. So you, know, you, you need to make sure you're, you're, you're going to the right person and, and doing the right thing and making sure things are done. But, you know, you had mentioned this too, the, the preparer, and we mentioned this at the beginning, the preparer has a legal obligation with the IRS to make sure they're doing stuff within tax law. So, exactly. you know, if, if you, if you feel that there's a scenario where it seems a little fishy or too good to be true, yeah. um, you know, you can always, say, hold on a second. Let me, let me get another look at this and have somebody else review this for me. So exactly. uh, Nobody wants the IRS knocking on their door, right? Definitely. And you can always avoid fraud and scams like uh, right now with the disasters and the COVID and the fires, uh, you know, some people pretend to that they're calling you from a charity or they need uh, to get money, uh, uh, from you to for donations, so they send you to focus websites. There's some scammers that even claim to be working on behalf of the IRS. They 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 just try to prey on their victims, and mostly with the disaster, uh, the the people that have been uh, suffered suffered from uh, disaster situations. Uh, you know, if you this is a, a big one when uh, with the donations or go and uh, you owe you owe the IRS so much you need to pay it or you're going to go to jail. And I tell my clients, the IRS will never call you and will never send you an email. The IRS will only send you a letter. Um, I had another client that uh, he texted me and said uh, if I was ready, if we could do his taxes. And then I said, well, what happened to that 150000 that the state of California said you owed? And he said it was a scam. They told them that he owed $150,000. And this is a 25, 26-year-old kid. So that's, this happened last year. I said, you need to, you need to uh, get an account with the FTB and... Finally, he told me uh, last week it was a scam. So they're saying not to get It's out there. Yeah, it's definitely out there. It's scary. So basically, Mm -hmm. they're saying not to give your personal information to anybody that is soliciting or that wants a contribution from you. This includes uh, social security numbers, credit card, bank accounts, and passwords. And you would be surprised how many people are so gullible to these things. Marissa, a little bit ago, I I heard you mention the word ghost prepare. And, you know, I think that's something that that us in the industry um, understand what that means and we know what that means. Yeah, I I feel confident that the the listeners here may not really understand what ghost prepare means. So let me kind of ask you and I'll kind of ask it in a, you know, 
somewhat facetious way or, or kind of uh, play the opposite side here. So let's say I take a look at my tax return that I had done last year. Okay. So let's just say I, I found somebody to do my return. I called around, I went into an office, uh, they did my tax return. They printed out a copy of it. I got my refund last year. Everything seems fine on my end. Um, let's say I open that tax return back up this year and I look, let's say at the signature page, What's something that would stick out to you on the bottom of that 1040 that, hey, this may have been done by somebody that's trying to hide something? Um, you would have to see what the occupation of the person that brought you that return or opened that return. Basically, uh, ghost, ghost repairers get their scary name uh, of people that don't sign the tax returns that they repair, prepare. Uh, they try to be invisible. Uh, they will prepare your return, they will print it, they will make you sign it, they will mail it. Uh, if they're doing, like I mentioned before, if they do it electronically, they will not sign it. So, so no, no signature on there or at on least the, on um, the who prepared it. Okay. Okay. And they usually require cash from you. So it's a, it's a very, unscrupulous way to prepare taxes. They so let's say, let's say we have a listener you know, that's listening to this and they, they go and pull up the return from last year and they notice this and they say, oh, wow, they, they didn't sign this thing. Or, or maybe they wrote on there self-prepared and you know for a fact you didn't do your own return. I mean, I, correct me on this, but I, you know, I feel the guidance I would give them is they need to, to go to someone, right? They, they need to go to a professional this year um, take that return from last year so it can be reviewed, right? And, you know, it's the, the client didn't know. The client was expecting it to be done correctly, and it may have been done correctly, right? Let's let's not change that. But um, the fact is, you know, you should get those reviewed if it was not done by a professional. That is that is safe? Correct. Is that safe to, to, is that a safe assumption, Marissa? Yes, you would have to basically read uh, the person and ask them, have an interview with that person. And in, and in fact, it is a quote unquote ghost repair, then, then uh, the taxpayer can report this, uh, this misconduct uh, using form 14157 complaint tax return preparer. So they could do that, a tax, uh, and say, you know, put an affidavit there that they did not prepare the return because eventually uh, the, the taxpayer is responsible for their tax return. You can, Bingo. and the other thing is that they can invent income to qualify their clients for tax credits. They can claim fake deductions to boost their size of their refund or they can direct their refunds into their bank account. And the taxpayer, how is, how is the taxpayer going to prove it? Right. If they pay cash, if they, you know, used um, malintentions to lure this taxpayer, or maybe the taxpayer didn't want to pay that much that they went to somebody that was going to charge them either not that much or cash. And, and you know, it's, it's kind of back to, you know, the, the charge of CTEC, right? And, and that is the reason. We want to make sure the taxpayers, especially taxpayers of California, are, are getting someone to do the return that is trained, that's qualified, knows what they're doing, 
uh, and doing things the right way within what the IRS allows for that return to be done and within what the state allows for that return to be done. Um, so, you know, if, if you're if you're looking in that scenario where you're, you're not quite positive who did your return last year and if it was done correctly and accurate, um, you know, you can you can find plenty of professionals in the state that, that can help you out. And, you know, you can go to the CTEC website even and, and see who is registered and who isn't before you even make a decision as well. Um, you know, or EAs and CPAs, things of that nature. So be just be aware, be aware that things can happen and things are out there. But, you know, you need to have your eyes open when you're doing this for sure. Absolutely. Do your research, Google, go to the CTEC, look for a tax pro, go look at their reviews and try to stick to the, your preparer for years to come. So whomever yep. makes you comfortable and you know, you know, they're licensed then they will sign the return and not just prepare it on the side to save you money and maybe to commit fraud with your return. You know, people, people will do tons of research to decide where they're going to go eat lunch, right? But sometimes they don't do tons of research of who's going to do the most financial important decision of their, of their year, that's <laughs> financial exactly, transaction of the year. Brandon, that's exactly what I do. I Google the restaurants and I find the best restaurants right? based right. on the reviews. Yeah. Yeah. So the same, same holds true on this. So Marissa, I, I tell you what, I, I really appreciate the time that you gave us today. I think you gave some good tips and, and some good information. Um, any any closing thought you want to leave our listeners with? Um, I, Brandon, thank you so much. Uh, Gigi, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I just recommend uh, be cautious. If something doesn't feel right, go with your gut feeling and uh, make sure you look for a professional and you do your research. Paying a little bit more. Um, it's better than a nightmare of uh, years of uh, problems with the IRS. You don't want to be, you don't want to get in trouble with the IRS or the, or the franchise tax board. Yeah, they're, they're very, they're serious. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot. I, I really appreciate it, Marissa. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Gigi. Um, hope to um, be on a podcast again. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Yep. And if you haven't already, we have a lot more tips on our other Taxpayer Beware episodes. You can download at taxpayerbeware.org or visit our website for more tips at ctech.org. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it.